Well, gee. I just got done watching the worst game ever, but I called it. Um, Ducks just got blown out by Utah, so that was fun to watch. But I called it. I done called it. We're not championship ready at all, but beside the point. Because we need to relax because it's time for some sports. Some so, sports. what What did you want to start with this week? Don't matter to me. Matter changing to it up, so you We leave. are changing it up. As we speak, there are still three games going on. They're not important, but first time we've done this on a Saturday night. I know. <laughs> it is up. different. But all right, let's uh let's go with uh some hockey today. Start off the episode and then we'll go from there. Uh what do you what are you thinking of the season so far? Is there anyone that's like really popping out at you that thought would be really good and um yeah what the florida panthers are really good this year right now at least yeah well and they they don't even have their head coach anymore Mm. with the scandal that he had so that one's kind of surprising me tampa bay's missing a few people so that's hurting them yeah um Carolina, I was kind of mean. You were talking about them. Mm-hmm. Um, with them. Minnesota's doing really well. Yeah, Colorado hasn't really had some people, but they're starting to. They've won four in a row, and they're starting to blow teams out. So they're kind of getting in the groove of stuff. Yeah, and Vegas is struggling more than I thought they would. Yeah, although I, they're having the kind of the same issues that Tampa Bay is having right now with uh, injuries there. Yeah. Like I've had to switch up my fantasy league just cause there's so many guys on IR on the golden Knights. Right. So yeah, I, I feel for them for sure, but man, that's great. But I think, uh, I think everything will work itself out here pretty soon. My my ducks out of all the teams, they went from zero to heroes pretty quickly. They're sitting in third with twenty two points in the West, or I'm sorry, twenty three points, uh, right behind Calgary and El- Edmonton, which is yeah. interesting. I mean, Vegas really isn't that far behind everybody, which is no, they're just not. What I they're not playing they like, be. yeah. You would expect them to be at least in, you know, the, the top three the or playoffs ended one. today. Vegas would be a wild card. Yeah, for sure. And St. Louis would be too, wouldn't they? Or is uh, it... No, they're third spot in the Central. Okay. Okay. So I it goes, it goes the top are. three out of the two divisions in the West, and then they okay. get two spots for wild card, and then the. 
or I should, yeah. And then the top three for divisions in the East, and then they get two wild cards. Gotcha. Gotcha. They got well, it set up a little bit different. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But no, I, I it's like baseball. It's a long year. It's like basketball. Yeah, it is. So it's when a long you play, year. Yeah. The cream of the crop comes to the top. Yeah. Eventually. So you can't. When you, you see who the real teams are, I know Ford has been a top five team at if not a top three team most of the seasons thus far. Right. So And they weren't bad last year, so we shouldn't be super shocked. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Carolina's also kind of just been right there. Right. Uh, so is Washington. Um, Calgary, they are in the playoffs last year, so I'm not too surprised. Like I said, I think the only big shockers in the top five are Minnesota, Anaheim, and – yeah, I would say that's that's pretty much it. I'm surprised Ford has kind of stayed at number one this long, but I mean, more power to him, man. I'd like to see a more interesting playoff bracket. Like this, right. this is a really interesting playoff bracket if it ended today. Yeah. New York, Washington, Carolina, Anaheim's facing off against God knows who. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's kind of weird to like talk about hockey when. I mean, we're early enough in the season to where we can actually talk about it now, but it's still like just, just early enough to where it's like, well, you know, will we have like anything interesting to talk about? But I don't know. But when it gets closer yeah. to playoff time. I think we will. Yeah, for sure. But just a little update for you guys. Uh, are you expecting anyone to really pull through, um, make some big moves in the standings as they are going forward? Or Avs will be top three here soon. Yeah, they put a shellacking on the Kraken last night. Oh, dude i I feel like Seattle has had one of the worst starts for like a newer franchise team, at least in recent years. Yeah, but that's okay. I don't mind. Yeah. That. Yeah, it keeps it keeps the true fans in check because I feel For like sure. a lot of Vegas like, fans oh, aren't true Vegas fans. They just jumped on the wagon because they were so good that one year. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, this makes me want to root for the Kraken even more because it's going to weed out all the right, all the non-believers. I'm, Plus, I'm like now got, that they're my top three team of favorites. Yeah. yeah, they're my top three now too. Officially, I've got. Obviously, the Avs are through and through for me, and then mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, and then the Kraken. Yeah. So. I got the Duckies and then the Avalanche for obvious reasons, and then Seattle, since now it's officially the closest team I have to home, so I can't not root for them. Although, if Oregon ever did get a baseball or a hockey team. Right. I think Man. a baseball team is more relevant than a hockey team at this point. Which honestly would be more harder for me to root for because I've been a Mariners fan for so long. <laughs> right. But mm, yeah. But we'll see. Uh yeah. I think 
I think once Tampa Bay gets all their all their guys back uh, from injury, uh, they'll they'll start creeping up a little bit more. Uh, they'll probably be somewhere in the top five. Maybe they'll probably crack the top three. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. Um, and then I'm expecting Philly to also kind of try to make a fight for uh, at least a wild card spot. Um, they were pretty decent last year, so and I actually enjoyed watching them play in the playoffs last year. Um, so that's definitely uh, a team to watch out for. And I'll agree with you on the abs too. It just, they had kind of a slow start and it's okay. Like they're, they're bouncing back. They're starting to play dominant hockey now and they're, they're, they're getting it back together. They'll, they'll get it. But I know a lot of, uh, a lot of people out here at least are saying it's make it or break it time. Cause they've been, you know, one of the teams to beat in the West period every they've, year for they've scored in the last four games 24 goals yeah that's their yep. their offense is smoking yeah it's like save some for later in the season hot damn <laughs> yeah wow. cool well uh since we're talking about standings and and such uh, i figured <laughs> We haven't really touched too much on basketball this year. Um, still a little early in the season. Uh, some teams are looking like themselves, and some teams are not really looking like themselves. The Lakers. <laughs> oh yeah, you want to talk about? I, I was it you? I was talking to about maybe it was somewhere else, but I thought I mentioned that. This Lakers team, to me, feels like the same Lakers team that we were supposed to, or that we were, quote-unquote, supposed to have uh, all those years back. Remember when they went into free agency? They still had Kobe, shockingly, uh, you know. But, you know, they went out and got Steve Nash, and, you know, they upgraded the team to this ridiculous, like, everyone was saying, oh, man, Lakers – they're the team to beat this year. Watch out. They're coming Wasn't for that you. Wasn't like after they won the championship in 10? Yes, it was. And they were complete booty. And now they're as bad as the Timberwolves, which I never thought I'd say. Uh, let's see. Although the Timberwolves actually aren't doing that bad this year. they're They're still trying to figure it out. That was in 2012-2013. Yeah. Because Nash was there. I can't remember the whole roster. Uh... Let's see here. You said 2013-20... 12? Yeah. You had Meta World Peace, um, Steve Nash, Darius Morris, Jody Meeks, Odom, um, Jameson, Wayne Howard, Jordan Hill, Paul Casal, Kobe, obviously, and Steve Blake. Yeah, I know most of those names. Yeah. <laughs> I know mean, it's not like a super stack team, but it's a 
Back then it was. Back then it was, but yeah, it wasn't. Uh, you know. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Definitely a disappointment of a team because I think they barely even made the playoffs that year. Let's see. They were third in the West. Okay. So they did make the playoffs. No. No? Oh, that's 2020. Jeez. Hold on. I clicked on the thing and then it reset it to 2021. Man. They want you to talk up the Lakers. Apparently. Uh, How dare you put some disrespect on them Lakers. Yeah, so they were third. The Spurs were first. Because that's the year the Spurs and the Heat faced off in the finals. That's right. And the Thunder were ahead of the Lakers. <laughs> Jeez. That's crazy. They were... Wow. They went 45 and 37 and lost Western Conference first round. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah, not the most flawless uh, result that you would expect from an all star team. The following but... year, they didn't even make the playoffs. They went 27 and 55. Oh man! But I think I'm calling it on the Golden State. Yeah, you. Yeah, geez, at this rate, they're gonna have another record-breaking season. No kidding. And you know what's scary? Clay Thompson isn't back yet either. Yeah. Oh, looks like they just needed some pieces. I'm actually more glad now that we didn't give them Damian Lillard. They didn't need him. No. They've lost they against the Grizzlies by three, and they lost against the Hornets by four. Man, this is uh, uh, actually the Hornets are a decent team this year, so it's not too bad. So is Memphis, but man, do you now? The real question is: Do you think Golden State will keep it up yep. to go all the way? Yep. Calling it. Yep. Bucks and Golden State. You got Golden State winning? Yep. Okay. Interesting. All right. Sticking with it. Sticking with it. Um, well, Milwaukee's be, off to a kind of a slow start this year, so. It'll be Phoenix and Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. Phoenix and Golden State? Yep. I mean, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Phoenix has only won 11 in a row, so. Yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. They had a very slow start, and then they just turned on the Jets. But, but. I don't think Denver's at that point. No. Well, and... Everyone is they're quite everyone here at least is questioning whether or not like they're all biting their 
biting their nails over here watching them struggle a little bit at the beginning of the season, which they they're, not doing, they're not they, doing that bad. They lost some key pieces. Yeah. You, you let go of Gary Harris. Yep. Yeah. There are some pieces that I was shaking my head at. Yep. But you never know. Jokic is a very underrated MVP. That league does not respect him as an MVP. No. Nope. So, and I think he could have a shot at almost repeating, but yeah. he has to play his brains out because the way Steph Curry is right now, everybody will yeah. just go for him. Yep. Steph Curry sure. will have to drop off really bad, and somebody will have to step up. Yeah, he's looking like old Steph out there, which is good. He's looking better than old Steph, it seems like. Yeah. They're talking about how he's kind of paving the way for them to really start looking more at, like, three-point shooters as being a number one. Draft pick? Like, priority? When, yeah, just for picking an MVP, just yeah. because of how consistent they are, or he is doing it. And so they're looking at like players like Damian Lillard and like uh, Trey Young right now as not as candidates, but they're saying like it's going to be more of a ideal look for what they want as an MVP, just because like it, it's pretty ungodly how consistent they are just shooting threes but i mean that's who knows what will happen with that but uh who do you have pushing uh towards the end of the season here or more closer as we as we go through the season i I should say like getting to the playoffs yeah or just teams that you want to see improve or that you think will improve uh despite their record now or what people may think of them. Um, I think the Lakers will improve just a little bit. I don't think they're going to be terrible all year. LeBron's been out. He's yeah. a big piece. Um, Portland will improve. I think Denver Denver will sneak into the, at least – I mean, they're top five now, but I think they could be – They'll beat out the Jazz. They'll, they'll be competing with the Jazz eventually. Yeah. They're kind of like the Avs. They're just off to a slow start. Um, the yeah. Clippers could be pushing, I think, mm-hmm. but I really do think it comes down to the two top teams in the West, and then the yeah. Eastern Conference. I mean, that's a little more stout. Um, Brooklyn's there. Um, uh, Chicago could be something. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like I said, Milwaukee. I think they're going to get their crap in. And going again, I think they're on a little bit of a championship hangover, but I think it'll click out of it. Yeah, for sure they'll they'll get their stuff together. Um, I agree with you on Milwaukee. I think Boston will pull their pull their weight a little bit more and fight for Charlotte or fight with Charlotte. Um, just because Boston usually does that. Um, right. Not saying they're going to go all the way, but, you know, Boston is known for, you know, sandbagging most of the season and then not showing up in the playoffs half the time. Uh, But 
with that being said, uh, I think Denver will also improve to, I think, I think they'll take the jazz. Uh, I think Denver will end up going to three, uh, Dallas will probably stay where they're at. And then I think Utah will kind of fall to five where Denver's at right now. Um, and then they'll be fighting with LA. Portland is making some nice adjustments. I think uh, they're off to a little bit of a rocky start as well, um, which is fine. New coach, new system. They're actually taking pressure off of Damian Lord and giving more roles to everyone around him, which is what's needed to happen for a while now. Um, and you can tell Dame is playing a lot better um, with that. He's even Dame's off to kind of a rocky start, but I think it's because of the system. And apparently he had an, uh, an abdom- abdominal in- injury that he's had for like three years now. And it, he's just telling everyone that like it's been bothering him for this long and he's finally taking care of it now, <laughs> which I think is insane. Um, but he's, he, and now he's starting to play like himself again after dealing with that. So um, yeah, Portland will, as long as they keep playing defense like they have been uh, in the past couple games uh, and, you know, keep their stuff right, they'll, they'll do fine. Uh, the Clippers are going to be a tougher team this year. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take you on the Lakers. I think the Lakers will probably squeeze, weasel their way into the top five somewhere. I don't know where, um, but eventually I think they will, but. Yeah, I, I got Golden State and Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals are just way too dominant right now for me to say otherwise. And then I'll probably take Brooklyn and Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. Brooklyn doesn't yeah, Brooklyn doesn't need Kyrie Irving. They've been proving that all season. Yeah, they have a little dysfunction, but they'll they'll get it. James Harden and KD are doing just fine um, with that team. So they'll be fine, but I still, I don't have them winning all the, all the way. I still think they need some more pieces to really make that happen. But yeah, so that's my take. Uh, I really like Chicago though, going into this year. Uh, I'm really happy for them actually. Um, so really liking Chicago. Also, don't you think it's a little funny how Washington's doing a lot better without, uh, Russell Westbrook on their team now. Yeah. And now the <laughs> Lakers suck. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> Maybe he's the problem. <laughs> oh. uh, cool. Well, that covers the NBA. Uh, now, do you want to talk about what happened today? Or do you want to talk about what's going to happen tomorrow and what already happened last week in the NFL? Um, let's talk about NFL. Okay. Okie dokie. And then if we have time, I want to talk about some NASCAR news. I'm down. Okay. Always down to talk some NASCAR with you. Well, uh, I think you and me both called the Cowboys and Broncos. Uh, we were all questioning whether or not the Cowboys could bounce back from a loss to a team that was beneath them and they definitely did by spanking the Falcons 
Yeah. Uh, and then the Broncos did the complete opposite and didn't keep the ball rolling and got, you know, their butt spanked by the Eagles at home. Uh, there's a whole lot of drama right now with the Broncos. Um, I could go on a whole hour long tangent about what's going on here with them, but um, I will save you guys the waterworks. Uh, the 49ers spanked LA, which uh, I want LA to do really good. And ever since they got Von Miller, they've been doing really bad. <laughs> And Odell, uh, this was their premier game. And, you know, Vaughn looked fine. I get why Vaughn's slow. He's coming out of an in- off of an injury now. It's his first week back. And he's in a new system with a new coach, with a new team, in a new city. So I don't blame him one bit for getting off to a slow start. Um, Odell, on the other hand... Like, he's only been there he, – he was there for less than a week. Like, I don't expect him to make an immediate impact, you know, in the past weekend, you know. So, uh, to expect so much out of both of them in their first game uh, after what they've both been going through, uh, eh. I, I think they're putting a little too much on their shoulders. But, hey – I said it before uh, Kyle Shanahan needed to win this week and prove that he could be a, you know, a dominant team and he did. So he's, his seat got a little cooler, but it's still a little toasty. So his buns are, his buns are ready and hot and who knows what'll happen, but he needs to keep winning games if he wants to keep that job. Uh, And then what about Cam Newton coming back? to the Panthers and whooping on the eight and two Cardinals. Now I know Kyler Murray's injured and everything. So that probably has a lot to do with the score difference there, but I don't know. What do you, what do you think of uh, him coming back and, you know, actually dominating with uh, the Panthers again? He's comfortable. Yeah, He's in a system that works. Yeah, Sam Darnold's in trouble, man. I know, and I was just thinking that too. It's like, man, all that work for Sam Darnold, and yep. you end up going back to the guy that you originally had, and he yep. ends up blowing him out of the water. It's like that could turn the team around. There's still a lot of football left. Yeah, well, and they're they're right at 500 now, yeah. so it's one of those like, okay, if they keep winning games. The way they played against the Cardinals, Kyler Murray aside, like they're playoff bound, man. And I think this one of the few times I will really, really, really be pushing for Carolina to start whooping on the Buccaneers. <laughs> um, but that's more of a bias thing. But you know, I'm I'm actually really happy for Cam Newton. I really am. I I was a little worried. Just with, you know, I've never been a big Cam Newton fan. I think we've talked about that before, you and me both. But, like, I'm, I'm actually really happy for him that he's, he's back home and he's actually playing really well. Um, and, I mean, the crowd 
clearly loves it. Um, but you know, good for him. Uh, I just hope he can keep the ball rolling. And yeah, if he keeps playing like this, bye bye Sam Darnold. Nate. Nice, nice knowing you. Yep. Or get to know the binge. Right. Went from winning, went from uh, being the starter to uh, riding the bench yep. pretty quickly. Which is a little ironic because he went there to get a new start to try and win and then kind of just blew up in his face. Granted, he didn't really have a choice in the trade, but crazy. Uh, another game that was really interesting. Washington, 3-6, and six, upsetting the Buccaneers, 29-19. to uh, That was pretty interesting. I don't think I had the Washington football team doing anything against them at all. No. <laughs> but, but a big injury. Chase Young going down. Yeah. It sucks. It really does suck. I feel I like mean, there's so many ACL injuries this year. Yeah. I feel like the knees are just not holding up this year. No. Which sucks. You you hate to like see those guys go down and it's you know, they're missing the whole season because they're going through rehab, getting surgeries and you know healing up. Um, and then they have to watch from the sideline in a boot. But you know, hopefully he gets a nice speedy recovery and can come back next year full fully healthy and you know I'm just glad tech you know, the medical technology nowadays is at it's at where it's at because back in the day when you got an ACL injury, your career was practically over. So like Tommy John surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Used to be like, Oh, he's done. Now it's just like, Oh, okay. He'll be back. Yep. And typically they do better after they get it. Yeah. Yeah. Another surprising game is the dolphin Raven game from Thursday night. Yeah. Who would have thunk that Tua would have fought right back for his job? Mm. They were all I, I was even worried. I was like, oh geez, here we go. Tua has to come in and you know, Brissett was He got injured, didn't he? Yeah, and he was he was kind of a disappointment. <laughs> like he's He's not an awful quarterback, but he's not like – I feel like he was better in Indianapolis than he was in Miami, honestly. But that's just me. Uh, I don't know. Do you think two is going to be good enough to keep his job? Like, I, that's really the – the Dolphins are going through quarterback drama about as bad as the Broncos are right now. Uh, and it's just crazy to see, you know, but – I personally, I think Tua can at least f- compete for his job. Uh, Brissett, I don't remember how bad his injury was. I think he's he's okay. Uh, they actually okayed him to play, and I think he didn't want to or something. He wanted to keep, he wanted to stay on the bench for another play, and they just ended up keeping Tua in the rest of the game, which I think is a bad call on Brissett's uh, side if. It was his decision to not go back in. Um, but 
don't know. I guess we'll see. Maybe we'll have two Alabama quarterbacks that are actually good in the league this, you know, this time instead of none. <laughs> but uh, another game that was a little surprising: the Steelers tied with the Lions. I know. <laughs> oh, Pittsburgh. Well, I just feel bad for the Lions. They were so close, and yet they so far away. <laughs> they they need some help. Both I of know. those teams need massive help. Oh man. Yeah. Now, do you think? Do you think that the NFL should get rid of the ties? Yes. I do too. <laughs> and especially with this extra game, that could screw up things. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I it didn't really affect the 16-game schedule, but we don't know what it's going to do with the 17-game schedule. Yeah. Well, and it makes you wonder, like, are they going to have to start doing tiebreaker games? Right. Just because it's so lopsided? Right. I mean, who knows? I mean, you don't see a whole lot of ties anyways. Um, so I think it like that alone. One or two a year. Yeah. And then to top it off, like when there is a tie, like how much of a difference does it really make to tie a team? You know? Like, yeah, it's not a win, but it's also not a loss. Uh, oh. So, like, if the Steelers were to win more games and, you know – be more look more like a playoff team uh i don't know like they're they're still they still have a good record but it's like i don't know i i agree i think they need to get rid of the tie they need to go to what college does at least and do sudden death or something like something needs to change with that i just i think it's no one wants to see you tie. Like, no. I feel bad I for the people to, that had paid to watch that game. Oh gosh, yeah, yep. And it's not even with a good team. You're you tied against the Lions. Like, I mean, the Lions aren't. They they've been having some close games with their most of their losses, but still, like, I, how close can you get? Right. At at that point, you might as well give them a chance to win the whole thing. Like. Screw it. Uh, how the mighty have fallen. Cleveland falls to the Patriots in a very awful fashion. Baker Mayfield's more hurt than everybody thinks, I think. Yeah. it's And the injuries just clear. keep stacking up on him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And I felt really bad watching your Seahawks get blown out. To the Packers, or the Packers. Yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is. They're. Do you think that the Seahawks need to just get rid of Pete Carroll, or do you yep. think they need to? Yeah. Time to move on. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's always been Russell's team, but now they need to make it Russell's team again. They need to give him his protection. They need to give him 
you know, another, a few other wide receivers and a tight end, preferably. Don't give him DK Metcalf every day, you know. Because, shocker, teams are figuring it out. <laughs> right. I love DK Metcalf, but give the guys some reading room. Yeah. Win games. Yeah. What games are uh, intriguing you this week? Or I should say tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Um, well, you know, we already saw the Falcons in the Patriots game. Um, I uh, People should be terrified of the Patriots. Yeah, they're starting to blow out teams now. And they've got defense all of a sudden. Yeah. Interestingly enough, they are like it's it's really eerie similar to when Brady was there. Yeah. Very slow start. No one knows what they're gonna be. All of a sudden this new kid on the block shows up and they're like, right. damn. Can he play? And, and it's not even it's not even like they're relying on them. Like the defense no. is just helping them out. Yes, they it's have just, a run game. Yeah, they it's have just like, defense. Like, it's just like he's a game manager at this point, which is good, yeah. and they need that. Yeah, and it works. Like, don't put don't put it all on the rookie. Yeah, yeah. and well, who knows that better than Belichick? Like, right. it's true. How many quarterbacks has he groomed? That have been perfect in New England? The one and only. Well, I mean, Garoppolo was good out there. Yeah. Brissett was good out there. That's true. Shoot, he made Case Keenum look good. Or not Case Keenum. Uh, what was that other one? Uh, what was the other one? Uh, tip of my tongue. Shoot. I have no clue. The one that stepped in for Brady when he got injured. Oh. And they went undefeated. Stanton? Thank you. I mean, Stanton looked good. Was it like, Stanton? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, just saying, guys, not just the quarterback. More to football than just the quarterback. Wonder why. But, you know, speaking of which, I, th I think you would uh, like this a little bit. Uh, Scotty Pippen, I guess, wrote in his memoir, just a quick little side note, that he, has qu he questions Tom Brady being the GOAT because – at least with basketball, you play both sides of the ball. It's a little bit easier to tell who's really good and who's really bad. But with football, you know, you only play one one side of the ball. It's more of a team sport, not as much of an individual sport, you know. Like, yeah, ba basketball is a team sport too, but, you know, everyone plays, you know, both offense and defense, and it comes down to, you know, who can make the best plays every play. Um, but interesting little tidbit as we're talking about new England and, you know, 
getting over the, like the Brady marriage or the Brady divorce. And I feel like Scotty Pippen's been on a rampage. He has. He has. Yep. Especially when he says, you know, he won't talk about LeBron being the greatest until he matches the rings. And then he says, I mean, I, I agree with him, but, you know, uh, with Brady having championships, but him not agreeing with him being the greatest. Um, and I know Tom, I know Tom Brady has his, you know, the main statistical records that you'd want as a quarterback, but does anyone forget how far behind he was when Manning broke the record and Drew Brees broke the record? Like, I don't know. Like, he only broke them because he's been in the league for so long. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, lasted him. Yeah. But anyways, uh, back to the games. Sports related. Um, side note. But I think the game I'm looking forward to the most at the moment would probably be... Man, I remember when the Seahawks and the Cardinals was a good game to watch. And now... Still could be. It could be. We'll see how the the Cardinals come back. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Do they have Murray back? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if he's a game day decision or not. No clue. I would assume not. They, they'll probably keep him on rest one more week they can afford to lose one more game so not a huge deal it says signs point to murray ankle remaining out sunday game against seattle there you go so no if it's even questioned they're gonna rest him yeah so they could take another loss there yeah seattle actually plays football yeah so there you go all right, maybe that is going to be a game. <laughs> uh, Bengals and Raiders, I think, would be a good game just because Raiders have to bounce back and prove that they can actually compete, uh, especially after the really embarrassing loss they had to Kansas City. I had the Raiders winning against Kansas City just because I didn't know what Kansas City team was going to show up, and the Raiders seemed like they were starting to get on a roll. Um, but we'll see either the Raiders are going to get dominated by the Bengals or it's going to be a close game. <laughs> that's, that's how I see it. Uh, well, I think I still have the Bengals winning that one. And then my last game that I'll probably look forward to this week. Hmm. <laughs> I'll have to say Washington and the Panthers only because can Washington repeat what they did last week against Tampa Bay and compete against an uh, interesting-looking Panthers team with Cammy back? And 
will Cam Newton be able to prove that he is still the number one quarterback that everyone should have taken? And will, good night. And, you know, will Cam Newton do what he needs to do to keep his job? So those are my picks. But what about you? Um, man, I don't know. There's really not any games that stick out to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys Chiefs could be a good one, but I think honestly, the Cowboys might wreck the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. As much as that hurts to say, mm-hmm. uh, they might wreck the Chiefs. Yeah. I just, it depends what Chiefs defense shows up. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm kind of with you on the Bengal Raider game. That'll be a close game. Uh, but all the other games aren't looking that appetizing on paper. Yeah, like even the Charger Steelers game is kind of just like I I have the Chargers winning. I expect Herbert to go off. He'll have a yeah. game. Yeah, and you know the way the Steelers are playing, it just I feel like the Chargers are a lot more of a complete team in general. But we'll see. And then like. Who knows if the Giants will even compete with the Buccaneers or if Brady will keep throwing interceptions like he did last week. You know, because that's another thing, too, is Brady's playing some awful football the past couple weeks. Like, really bad. Instead of throwing touchdowns, he's been throwing interceptions, which is interesting. So let's see what type of – let's see what Brady shows up, I guess. In that one, but I still have the Buccaneers winning. Uh, I have the Packers beating the Vikings. Like Titans will whoop on the Texans. San Francisco should beat the Jaguars, especially if Kyle Shannon wants to keep his job. The Browns should beat the Lions, but I'll be rooting for the Lions just for the sake of them getting at least one win this year. <laughs> since they didn't get it last year or last week. Um, Colts and Bills, eh, go Bills. I mean, they should beat the Colts. Uh, Dolphins, Jets, like, I mean, you pick who, what bad team you want to win there. Uh, I think it'll be interesting to watch, but I don't know if it's like a game that I have to watch. Um, who knows what's going to happen with Jets at quarterback and, you know, Tua has to kind of prove that he still deserves to be the number one guy there. And then I guess the Saints and Eagles could be an interesting game if the Eagles turn on the Jets and start winning games, you know. I mean, they've been cutting it close with some of their wins. They're kind of like the the Lions, except they actually have won games. In that regard, 
like they're they're playing really competitive football, but they're you know the record doesn't really show that. Um, yeah, and that's that's this week in the NFL, but let's skip over to or move down a ranking here and go to the minor leagues of the football world. Talk about some college, college foosball. All right. This last week, got some crazy games that went on. You know, Alabama or Ohio State kept it close with Purdue and then they ran away with it. Oregon started to run away against Washington. Michigan kept it really close to Penn State. And Wake Forest barely, by the tip of their nose, gets past NC State. Did I call Oklahoma losing to uh, Baylor? Yeah, you did. Did I? Yep. I think you and I both did. But yeah, so I do. At the very least, I remember someone said it, and I'm, if it wasn't me, it was definitely you. I had a lot of upsets, I think, that week. Yeah, you had only, that one. You had, had uh, yeah, you had, had a losing. Yeah. Yep. But. Yep. But, I mean,. Oklahoma about four. bad this week. One out four ain't bad, right? Not bad. Almost fifty. <laughs> Almost. Twenty-five percent. Twenty-five percent. Uh, yeah, nothing too crazy. Uh, I guess one of the upsets that we had, aside from the Baylor Oklahoma game, was Ole Miss beating Texas A&M just because. Texas A&M is ranked higher than Ole Miss, but yeah. meh, nothing too crazy really happening that week. This week, on the other hand, was a lot more interesting, mainly because Arkansas holding on with Bama. Yeah, that's what I said, and they like. Threw a couple of trick plays out of their book. I know. And so, I mean, I feel bad for Arkansas. I was kind of hoping they would pull it out, but Bama stays alive. They stay alive, and yikes. Uh, Ohio State demolished Michigan State. Um, this yeah. week, so Michigan State wins. ain't going to the playoffs anymore. Nope. Michigan ran away uh, with Maryland. Cincinnati stayed alive and kept their name in the hat. Cincinnati's out to make statements. I don't blame them. SMU. I don't blame even. them. Yep. And then to kind of round out all the upsets uh the worst one of them all in my opinion for biased reasons 
Utah completely spanking my Oregon Ducks. Which, honestly, you know, I'm mad. have my emotions about it. However, I called it. Uh, this Ducks team does not look like they want to win a championship. They're too inconsistent starting off the game on offense. Yeah, they have a good defense. And yeah, they were good at the beginning of the game. But there's no way the Ducks would be able to compete in the playoff right now. We have a young team. We have a very talented team. We have some good players. Um, but they, they need more time to develop. And, you know, we just have to crank it out next week. And hopefully we can pull out the win against Oregon State. It's a big game. And if we can't, then, I mean, kiss the Pac-12 championship goodbye because uh, if I remember correctly, someone is right behind us now. On Washington State. Yeah. Who we beat. Yeah, so you have the, you have the tiebreaker. So you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Still, they would, they would have to win next week to. Uh, yeah, but if Oregon State beats tie. us, because they, they have a similar record to. Oh, no, I guess not. Never no. mind. Well, conference wise, they have a similar record. But. Yeah. I guess. Dude, that would be terrible because you guys could face Utah again. Yep. Although we're I've noticed we're really good with rematches. Um that's kind of a weird trend with Oregon. Uh and kind of another reason why I didn't really want Ohio State to be in the playoff if we ended up going. Because Oregon with rematches, if we beat the team previously we usually lose, but if we lost to the team previously, we usually win. So, ironically enough, I'm not worried about facing Utah in the Pac-12 championship, mainly because we usually bounce back against teams that we have redemption against. Uh, I've never seen them prove me wrong on that, so uh, that's just, I mean, me being a fan and noticing the little things uh, of watching them for so many years but yeah so the uh the playoff gets shaken up a lot now because instead of having you know uh instead of having Oregon in there in the playoff now we have to worry about Cincinnati moving up which they should, arguably. However, everyone's saying, oh, Michigan will move up. And it's like, really? <laughs> um, yeah, they'd move up and then get beat next week. And then what? Then yeah. kinda, your hand is forced to put it's, Cincinnati in there. Well, it's been like, and I kind of another reason why I'm a little okay with us losing this week is now Cincinnati can be put into the top four and you know i assume ohio state is just going to stay where they're at because now oregon's going to probably drop down all the way to 
11 or 12, maybe 10. But I was watching uh, ESPN. Mm -hmm. I was on break or whatever, and they were doing Mm -hmm. their rankings. This is before the Oregon game happened. Yeah. This dude put Ohio State at number two. Yeah, that's what I saw too. Over Oregon. I was like, I saw that too. Beat Oregon? Or Oregon beat them? Yep. And now he lost. So, yeah one of those well and you know utah was it it's crazy to me to think that utah was favored in that game rightfully so they proved why they should have been favored right um but you know it just it technically wasn't an upset because they were supposed to win that game oregon was supposed to lose so i mean we definitely didn't play like we deserved to be in the playoff. And I'm glad we're not because I was calling that all year. So I'd much rather us not be in the playoff and get our hopes and dreams completely destroyed now instead of while we're in it. And no Rose Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Precisely. Precisely. Wake Forest lost. Yeah, they did. I was just looking at the the standings for that. Mm-hmm. Let me get back to it. Um, Clemson is uh, well eight and three, <laughs> six and two in conference. Wake Forest is six and one in conference. I don't know if that's updated or not. I don't know what. Uh, Wake Forest was in conference before. So, yeah, that would be their second loss, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So they should have two losses. North Carolina is ACC. So Clemson has a tiebreaker. I think it all comes down to this last week of football. Clemson could be in the ACC championship game. Ironically. That tells you how weak the ACC is. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of what we were talking about earlier when you were saying, you know, you would put Cincinnati, you know, in front of a top a power five conference. And I said, yes. And apparently I was right. Because <laughs> ACC don't look like they're going to even be able to you know, make a good run for a bowl game, depending on who they play. Uh, Any of them. So, yep. So how many upsets did we have this week? We had, I guess, Michigan State wasn't technically an upset. It was just a shocker that they got their booty clapped. They got outcoached, um, outplayed. They probably yeah. didn't even show up. No. No. <laughs> Arkansas could have had an upset this week, but yeah, didn't. They, they were pretty, they weren't that far off. Nope. Uh, so what? Clemson beating Wake Forest is one. Oregon losing is one. And I think. 
That's it. <laughs> so we had two major upsets this week, even though everyone was saying technically Utah beating Oregon wasn't an upset, which is weird. So speaking of college football, yeah, talk about these rankings. Kind of got an idea how this is going to go. You might not like it. Oh, boy. Georgia will beat – well, okay, here it is, right? Alabama will beat Auburn, and if they don't, that's not a surprise because Auburn likes to bite them in the butt. But I'm guessing Mm -hmm. this year isn't the year for Auburn to pull that one out of their hat. No. Alabama will beat Auburn. Alabama and Georgia face off in the SEC championship game. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Georgia will beat Alabama because Georgia's defense is too damn good. Yeah. So, that puts Alabama at a two-loss team. Okay? Mm -hmm. Michigan State is a two-loss team. Michigan is going to lose to Ohio State. Two-loss. So, you're left with Ohio State. And let's see, hold on. It'll be Ohio State and who won again? Okay. So Wisconsin holds the tiebreaker over Iowa. So it depends what happens next week. It'll be Wisconsin versus Ohio State. I think Ohio State will beat them. Yeah. So let me get back to my rankings because then I can play it out in my head when I go on. So it'll be Georgia 1. Alabama will drop because they're a two-loss team. Oregon's out of it because Oregon's a two-loss team. Right. So this is where it starts getting tricky. Uh Okay. So you got Georgia. You got Cincinnati. You got Ohio State. Those of you are going to be your top three teams. Okay. But we know this committee. Yeah, we know they don't want to put Cincinnati in this playoff. Yep. So, I'm thinking Cincinnati will be four, even though they should be higher than four. Yeah. If if they are, then I'll be surprised, okay? Mm -hmm. We forget about a team, and that team – Okay, Cincinnati will be three. I think I already know who you're going to put. That in there. team lost to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And we know this committee loves this team for some stupid reason. Yeah. But there's a chance Notre Dame could squeeze into this freaking playoff. Yep. I saw it coming, I knew it was there. And I was waiting for you to spit out the curse words that were Notre Dame. But. But. There's a team below Notre Dame. Oh, God. Yep. That can get there. Yeah. And that's Oklahoma State. Yeah. Oregon losing really opened up the door. Oh, dude, it. It it opened up the floodgate. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. 
because no one was questioning Oregon being in there. No. Now everyone's questioning, well, who do we replace them with? Right. Because you got Cincinnati, Michigan, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, and possibly Oklahoma because – Possibly. You know they're going to try to make an, a case for Oklahoma Those to be in there Those two teams, too. though, play each other. Yep. And this, they don't have divisions because their their conference isn't big enough. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Baylor lost to Oklahoma State. Yeah. So, Oklahoma State has a tiebreaker if they lose to Oklahoma. But mm-hmm. Oklahoma State wins. Oklahoma lost to Baylor, so that puts Baylor in the Big 12 championship game. Which opens the floodgates to a two-loss team, but I don't think they'll get it because their conference, their scheduling, and their conference isn't strong enough. Yeah, I don't think Baylor could make the playoff even as a champion, because if you're gonna put Baylor in, then everybody's gonna be like, "Well, what about Bama? You might as well just put Bama in there." You're yeah, they Baylor have two losses. Yeah. yeah, and that's a whole nother rabbit hole. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, we'll throw Oregon in there because they technically lost to a ranked team. Right. And who knows? This con- this this committee might not drop Oregon that much because it is so late in the year. Yeah. Because they didn't well, drop Michigan and Michigan State that far. No. So there's that. And you could really get down the rabbit hole – and what if Michigan beats Ohio State? Oof. Then what? Right? Well, I would assume you put Michigan in there. Because Alabama then, loses. Then Ohio State doesn't make the Big Ten championship game. Michigan makes the Big Ten championship game, beats Wisconsin. Then they're in. So it'd be Michigan instead of Ohio State. So there's that possibility. But Georgia, Cincinnati, and right now I'm thinking Ohio State. I just they've turned on the Jets. They're looking like old Ohio State. Maybe Nebraska yeah. woke them up. Apparently. Maybe Nebraska playing like that was the trend. Tone. They just yeah. uh, turned on the Jets. They're like, oh, wow. We played them really close. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> all right, so we played Michigan. Nebraska played Michigan. Obviously, Michigan won. The following week, Michigan played Northwestern and beat them 33-7. to Now, it's Northwestern. Right. Fine. <laughs> and then they played... Purdue after Nebraska, Ohio State did, and beat Purdue 59-31. to It's yeah. like we're a tune-up game almost. It's like the running joke around here is we're the best 3-9 and nine team out there, or 3-8. and eight. I'd argue for that, yeah. <laughs> I saw the Wisconsin game today, like the last leg of it, because Oregon was on right afterwards. And I was like, ah, oh, geez, I'm sure Brendan's rolling in his boots. Like, man, again, 
come so close to beating them, getting another W. Yeah, I know it's Wisconsin, but a win's still a win. And nope, just roll over. Pretty much. I thought of you. I was like, oh, boy, I'm going to hear about it tonight. (laughs) You know our average margin of defeat is this year? Hmm. 7.5. Jeez. Talk about the definition of pain. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if it was smaller, though. You'd be like the Lions. Dude. Except Maybe I'll just become a Lions fan. <laughs> then I can just, you know. I know what it's like. I feel. Yeah. I feel for you. Yeah. But I, this ranking is going to be interesting. I'm kind of curious to see how this goes. Yeah, I am too. Tuesday we'll, we'll find out. Yep. Yep. I guess I'm more interested to see what bowl game Oregon's going to go into depending on well will we even win the championship though if we play uh, Utah so the holiday bowl oh god i'm tired of us going to the holiday bowl same with nebraska fans we're tired of the holiday bowl too but then you know what we haven't been to a bowl game in that long so bowl game sounds nice that is true i feel like you guys would take whatever you can yes at this point Put us in the toilet bowl. We'll play a nobody. I do not care. Oh, I don't think you have to worry about getting there. I think you already got front row tickets to that one. Dude, wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah. Well, I guess for me, last home stretch after championship or conference championship week. I got Georgia. I got Cincinnati. Mainly because they should be that high because they're undefeated. Uh, and I would also like to see Cincinnati and Georgia in the title game. That I think that would just be cool. Then I'm going to call it only because I want to throw everything into whack. <laughs> and I'm going to have Michigan in third and Oklahoma State in fourth. There you go. <laughs> and looking outside at number five is going to be Notre Dame. <laughs> Just so we all know where that won't happen. Oh, God. Especially if Notre Dame like keeps going the way they're going. They're going to weasel their way back into the top four because they just love them so much. I just can't get enough of me fighting Irish. Because two blowout national championship losses isn't enough. We need a third. If they even make it that far. They can't even make it past the first round in the playoff. I going to say. They're blown out every time. Yep. Guarantee blowout game. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. 
The only way Bama stays in this top four is that they beat Georgia. And there's the argument. Well, and you still have Georgia in there. Like, Georgia's not going anywhere if they get one loss. Because then their excuse would be like, well, they lost to Bama. Yep. And they'll be like, oh, and they're in the top four. Might as well give them another rematch. Yep. So... Like I said, I'd like to live in a world where Albalamia doesn't have to be in the top four every week. Or Notre Dame. Or Notre Dame. Or Clemson. Or Clemson. Or Clementine. Clementine. <laughs> Clementine Tigers. Um, real quick before yeah. we wrap this show up. Let's talk about some NASCAR news real quick. Um, so they've been doing testing on the next-gen car at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Yep. It's been going fantastic. Yep. Um, so, it's weird. Like... I think I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not. Um, did I ever bring up the fact of Dodge coming yeah. into the sport? Yes. Well, there's an update well, on that. Update. Um, there's circulation going around on the interweb. I know that's a very reliable source, but that's the only source I've got. Oh, man. Um, the deal's 80% done. Holy. I mean, um, so there's that, and hmm. here's my thinking. Hmm. Tony Sturt recently oh has bought or started to own a NHRA team. Yes, that has his fiance and Matt right. Hagen as the drivers. Mm-hmm. Those two are factory drivers of Dodge. Hmm. Here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Stewart has not said who his manufacturer is for the NHRA team. Mm. Here's the other side of things. Stewart is not happy with Ford mm-hmm. because of the performance that yep. is going on. And mm-hmm. they would not let Ford would not let Stewart sign Kyle Larson when Kyle Larson was a free agent. That's what I forgot Kendrick. the reason why they wouldn't let him sign Kyle Arson. Yep. Because he was the first one to jump on that. Uh-huh. So there's a strained relationship there. Yeah. Now, I'd be a little upsetty, especially if that's the one guy that actually won right. the big, and, the big and daddy. You and you didn't let him sign him, and then he turns around and wins 10 races that year in a championship. Yeah. yeah that's a big middle finger, isn't it? Um, so here's the speculation from the interweb in my interweb in my head. Yeah. Stewart is going to announce, um, sponsorship for this team in the next couple weeks. Yeah. So when he announces that manufacturer, I think news is going to break about Dodge. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say Chevy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's yeah. the other NASCAR news. Right? So, I kind of watch a YouTuber, and he, he kind of breaks it down and stuff. Yeah. There is rumors that Toyota wants to get into IndyCar. Mm-hmm. Because IndyCar is doing high horsepower engines. NASCAR loves the 550 horsepower package. Mm-hmm. So there's rumors if Dodge comes in, there's a chance that Toyota might leave. Huh. And if Toyota leaves, then we're back to three manufacturers, which I do not want. I want four manufacturers. I know. I was like, I'm tired of seeing three. Like, oh, I want to see four. Don't get me wrong. I don't. It, Toyota's Toyota. In an but American sport, don't but. be surprised is if Dodge comes back into this, Penske goes over to Dodge. Ooh. Because Penske was with Dodge before they jumped ship the first time. Yep. Um, so there's a there's a thing about that also. Um, but I don't see him being with Ford and Dodge in two different sports. I don't see how yeah. that would work contract-wise. Mm-hmm. And I understand it's two different sports, but there's more to than just it being two different sports. You've got to Especially sponsor when- them somehow, yeah. some way, right? you got to do advertisements. you got to do certain things, promotions. How yeah. can you do promotions for two manufacturers that compete against each other for consumers, right? Not to, not to mention, like, you're branding your merch with those logos. You're like, yeah, it's a car and you're driving it, but even like world of outlaw stuff has Ford on it. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. It's, uh, it's interesting. I'm saying is that Toyota better take this as a challenge and be like, yo, we deserve to be here too. And like I was talking with my dad last night, Toyota already tried the IndyCar path. They bailed because they're getting the butt smoked around, smacked around, smoked week in, week out by Honda. Yeah. Chevy dropped out one time also because they were getting smoked by Honda week in and week out. And Honda was the only manufacturer holding up IndyCar for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, Chevy came walking back in. And they changed the engines and the rule packaging to kind of help Chevy, you know, level the playing field. Right. Well, guess who's starting to win uh, manufacturer championships again? Yeah. Honda. So you're going to walk back into that sport where you know Chevy and Honda have an upper hand. Mm-hmm. And Toyotas don't make turbo cars. No. Their Super is made by BMW. I was just about that to say that. A I was BMW like, engine. Yeah. So I don't the know. The running joke is when you see a new Supra, oh, nice BMW you're driving there. 
so I don't know if Toyota wants to start making turbo cars, which if they do, they'll be quick. Mm-hmm. Because I think. I think they just they like that high horsepower. They want to explore that, so it'll be interesting. There's going to be a lot of racing news coming up, yeah. Season stuff. That seems like every week. Yep. Even though the NASCAR season ended, and I didn't think I'd be talking about it until next February. I didn't Here either, man. Are. They keep us enticed with their rumors and their <laughs> jibber jab. I know. Funny. They're gossip. But I I didn't mind doing this on a Saturday night. I didn't either. It it was very nice. Very like different. <laughs> but anything else to add before we close this week? Nope. And I give this to you guys on Sunday. Nope. I got nothing. Got nothing. Well, as always. Thanks for tuning in. Sorry for the late release. However, we appreciate you still listening to it. Don't worry, we didn't forget about you. We just procrastinated really, really bad. Life. Uh, literally, life just slammed right into us as we procrastinated. Yep. And it just, it, it tumbled down. Yep. <laughs> yes, it did. But, yep. But thanks again for tuning in. And we will see you again next week. Adios.